I'm wearing my birthday suit, and I got a luscious blonde wig on. Don't worry, as soon as I spawn, I'll find more things to kill me. What the heck is this? It's like seven feet tall. <laughs> yeah, I'm stuck in a cage. Hey, warning. Hey, warning. Please don't podcast and crap at the same time. I like to find an area that is heavily populated with herbivores and farm that delicious brown stuff. Badger has put his big stamp of approval. <laughs> Fresh spawns, veteran tamers, and all survivors in between. We'd like to welcome you to Rated Ark, the Ark Survival Evolved podcast. Welcome survivors, new and old, to episode 37 of Rated Ark, the Ark Survival Evolved podcast, recording live from our Twitch channel and the CRR Center server sponsored by myself. Today is December 10th, 2016. We are our CRR Gaming Group hosted podcast, so that means the voices can change each week, but the roundtable discussion will always be about ARC, and this intro will always be the same. We have many ways you can contact us to share feedback, tips, or adventures. You can reach the show by emailing ratedark at gmail.com. You can tweet the show at ratedark on Twitter. You can grab the RSS feed, get our show notes, and apply to join us in-game at ratedark.podbean.com. And now... You can watch us record each episode on Twitch Saturday nights at 10.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. www.twitch.tv well, twitch.tv slash ratedark and catch our videos on YouTube because we will post them up after we have live streamed. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So I guess that means it's time to intro everybody. And we have Esme leading the show. Well, greetings, Spawns. Myself, Lee Harvey. And Goon. That'd be me. That would be you. And Iron Badger. I mean, sorry, Badger. Oh, did you really say Badger? Oh, <laughs> wow. That was wow. deliberate. Wow. <laughs> that was definitely deliberate. Wow. Now we know how he really Hello, thinks everybody. of you. Oh, God. Uh, no, it's just because I was teasing him about it last <laughs> week, and it what well, didn't get recorded, so I thought I, you know, would share that with the lovely people listening. And Luminant. Hey, what's up? Luminant. And Prometheus, who appears to have his speakers muted. You can't hear me? Oh, oh. we can hear you. Okay, oh, all right. you're, you're in the box twice. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, he has Sorry. one for his stream and the one for him. Gotcha. I back up. And Quicksilver, who's been spending his day building on the center server. That would be me. And Smash is back with us finally. How do, everybody? So and... happy to have him back. Oh, yeah. Glad to be back. He's always a good time. I'll give it a shot. <laughs> and we have a new guy, Teddy Bear 429 Hello, hello. What's no, that? From the Xbox Nation. Yeah. 429 what? is just a series of digits to make it work, because believe it or not, other people spell it that way. Does that mean there's a 428 other teddy bears before no, you? No, <laughs> it's actually somebody's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Build-A-Bear! Oh Alrighty! <laughs> teddy or Teddy? That's Teddy. I know it's spelled that way for a reason. I figured by spelling it that way, I would have more success, but I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and now he knows. Now he knows. Alright. All right. We're moving on to Loot Drop. We're going to give a big warm welcome to our new CRR Gaming Group members. Wilvin1, Spectron, Spectra Genesis, Wilkatron, and Eshi2. Welcome, everybody. 
And we also had a tweet. Um, we just had Ryan E at Ryan Sniper 416 on Twitter. Just wanted to uh, tweet in a tip and hashtag ARC veterans know this. Said, please note when you join any servers, change your name from Bob or Joe because uh, we we were talking about like all the new PlayStation people coming in and you know we've all been there where we're so excited to make our character and then we forget to name it and like you just see a whole bunch of servers like Bob's and Joe's and stuff so or Jane's and stuff so he just wanted to remind all you new ARC players to don't forget to change your name so you're not stuck with Bob forever. And we're gonna move into Fresh from the Forge. We're gonna get some tweets shared with everybody. We had a chat on Twitter tweeting out, if you guys recently purchased the wrong PS4 version of the game, get in touch with PlayStation's customer support. They will issue you a refund. And Jeremy Steitlitz said, to be clear, we also plan to do cross-play with Xbox as well and cross-buy on Xbox Windows 10. They better. And then we have uh, Jamie, Arc, Jeremy said, for the record, if Arc PS4 does well, I'm hoping to support PC hosted player servers for PS4 and cross play between PS4 and Steam. Gonna be fun! Loads that of people. Would be badass. That would be awesome. Yeah. And also, he tweeted out, just saved over 200 megabytes of memory on Xbox PS4 ARC using better audio and mesh streaming. Next ARC Xbox patch is looking mighty, mighty fine. So, a lot of uh, PS4 talk, and that is going to lead us into uh, Prometheus is going to share PS4 patch notes with our new PS4 listeners. While he's trying to survive... We should let everybody know that Prometheus is going to be covering these patch notes, but he's also new on this server. This is Lee's private uh, center server for Cross Realm Rebellion Gaming Group members. And he's only level one, and the goal is to get him to the radio station. He does not know exactly where it is. Well, he has an idea, but he is level one and has spawned in on the map randomly. So he's on his way trying to get here while all of us big guys and gals are sitting around the campfire recording this episode. So... Uh, like a boss. Like a boss. So, we nice and cozy while he so, tries not get himself killed. Exactly. <laughs> so Prometheus, uh, find a safe log to hide under and share us those patch notes, please. He's too busy eating meat. <laughs> no, he's probably too busy Prometheus. being meat. Prometheus. <laughs> we are not getting a Prometheus. Hey, teddy bear, we're going to toss a new guy up in Prometheus' seat. <laughs> Let's get the Seriously? Guy. We're not, nothing's coming through here? No, oh wow, no, you just got saved, Teddy Bear. You just got saved. <laughs> thank you, Prometheus. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> Trial by campfire. Right. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, here, yeah, I'm by the campfire. Um, so these are the PS4 patch notes. Um, current version 501.2. Getting detailed graphics option now on 1080p native for the PS4 Pro. Um, they fixed an issue with the fonts not appearing correctly. If you didn't speak uh, one of these uh, languages, English, French, Italian, or German, um, so they fixed the fonts for you, I guess. Um, in Europe, they got uh, Primitive Plus added, um, an, an option to disable outgoing voice chat for streamers. Um, they fixed invites. They've uh, fixed uh, a null ping times sorting incorrectly. Um, they fixed cross arc list to display only servers that you can actually transfer to. Fixed a case where you could get stuck in trees. 
slash foliage, and they fixed a miscellaneous crashing um, and improved an API related to use cases. I'm not exactly sure what that is, but PlayStation trophy hunting as well. All right. Oh, yes. I think they got moved for... Oh, okay, sorry, because I'm covering that section. And then Quick is going to get us started with a PlayStation launch info. Earlier this week, Arc launched on the PlayStation platform. Okay, for all you PS4 peeps. Similar to Xbox and PC, PlayStation users can expect frequent patches to improve the state of the game and add additional content and be logged off your server. I'm sorry, I'm, that wasn't in there. My bad. Uh, they rolled <laughs> out the first update for the console. They will be fixing some issues that had been become apparent during the initial release, such as incooperative invites, glitchy fonts, improvements to cross-arc display filtering, and it also resolved general crashes. Uh, the patch will also introduce the game mode Primitive Plus to European players, and adds a native 1080p mode for PlayStation 4 Pro users. They will have an extra patch being cooked up this month for consoles. This winter, they will be releasing a very large update that will contain procedurally generated maps for both consoles, as well as all PC content through version 2.5.2, which means four additional friends will be joining the ARC on console. Players can also be, expect a significant increase in server and client performance due to the brand new physics libraries. Last but not least, they want to reiterate that they are fully committed to the development of ARC Survival Evolved across all platforms. We have a lot to look forward to. All right. What we don't have, look, no, okay. um, we have a couple things coming up. This was a lot of news they dropped on us today and yesterday. So bear with us as we cover all this fresh from the forge because we have a lot of announcements because they had a lot of announcements. So, and one of them was the PlayStation Trophy Hunting. The first survivor to successfully defeat all four bosses, that includes the Broodmother, the Mesopithecus, the Dragon, and the Manticore, and place their trophies side by side, will be awarded $2,000. This must take place on an official PvP server, and players must provide media evidence when they successfully completed the task. This can be done via screenshots or a video showing the trophies, as well as hitting the pause screen to display which official PvP server this is actually on. The first will be judged on timestamps and also verified in-game. The person to tweet at Survive the Arc with images or video, including hashtag Arc Trophy, showing the proof of kills will win the prize. This contest will be ongoing until there is a winner. So make sure you are following at Survive the Arc so they can reach out to you. Um, if you want to read, reread everything I just said and everything everybody else is saying, we do include all this info in the show notes. So Mr. Smash is going to take the next announcement. Alrighty, we have an update for ARK Survival of the Fittest. Here we go. ARK Survival of the Fittest initially started as an original total conversion for ARK Survival Evolved. It's a game mode which puts players in a battle arena where they fight to the death. Since its inception in August of 2015, it has undergone a lot of changes. As of yesterday, Wildcard wanted to once wants to officially announce the hiatus of ARK Survivor of the Fittest. This means there will be a halt in active development for the game mode while they consider their options for the game's long-term direction. This also means that Survivor League will no longer run, for now. Also, they would like us to keep in mind that this may not be permanent and there is active discussion surrounding the game's mode, the game mode's future including the possibility of a console port and development continuing. 
but for now they wanted to inform us that they would not be working on it plus no longer supporting it through competitive tournaments. All right, guys, what do you think about that? I, I never think it's a bummer. It, so not much. Yeah, I didn't I've never play played either. it either. Um, I've never, I've never played it, but I've watched a couple of like the charity tournaments, and they're fun to watch. I'm not gonna lie. You throw 100 people in a 100 square foot radius, you you level up fast, and and things happen quickly. Like it's it's pretty entertaining. But I myself have never participated, so I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, watched it more than partake of it, but I enjoyed what I watched. I just haven't watched it right, uh, lately. Yeah, he thinks that's why it got put on hiatus. Mm -hmm. yeah, I used to watch Everybody it quite watched. a bit, but uh, never really thought that I would enjoy playing it, actually. Um, I was thinking, because um, I know that they do give quite large prize packages away um, for it, and... I think part of me was thinking that they are starting to realize that maybe they did bite off more than what they can chew, you know, because they have, they're, they're launching a game in essence on three different platforms. They're trying to keep up with those three different platforms. It's a never ending job right now with the bug fixes and all the tweaks and all that. And on top of everything else. And then to have to, um, continue up with holding the tournaments and giving the prize packages and um updating the actual thing itself i just think that they're starting to realize that they had their their uh, too many too many things going on so yeah it's hard to keep track of everything when you keep adding out new ideas new dlc new yeah. content and then different ways to play it yep definitely well, they had a few more bits and pieces about Survival of the Fittest. Um, they also stated that the official servers will remain online for the time being, so that should work out for people that enjoy it for now. But they also said that uh, they want you to understand that this may come as a disappointment to a number of us. Survival of the Fittest was a project they do love, but unfortunately for now, it's just not possible for them to scale up work on the title while also providing the necessary attention to Ark Survival Evolved. They do want us. To, uh, they do want to give it a proper send-off. So this winter, they will be hosting a two uh, two special matches to celebrate the game mode, as well as uh, who played it. So on Saturday, September eight. Um, wow, I can't speak. On Saturday, the seventeenth of December at eleven a.m. Eastern time, they are inviting the best survival of the fittest players to take part in an All Stars four player tribe game. In January, they will also release a Scorched Earth Survival of the Fittest source to the Survival of the Fittest development kit. The map environment itself is complete, however, enterprising modders would need to be will need to add the dino spawns as well as make any other changes that they themselves deem necessary. You can read more in depth about the prizes and the rules and guidelines in the Survival of the Fittest uh, ARC forums. Yeah, I thought that was, um, this actually started as a mod to begin with, so I guess it's kind of cool that they're still embracing that mod development of the SOTF. I kind of thought it was kind of sad because I was right in that hype train of how they're taking over from MOBAs and they were creating the MOSAs, the mobile online survival <laughs> arenas, um, and so I really hope that they continue that maybe once they get everything 
finished because but there also was fear that they because I, I, there's a lot of people that when i was talking to him about this um they were concerned that sir that arc would actually go the way go that way like um i think there's a couple other survivor games that they actually embrace that kind of a play style and then they dropped the actual bigger chunk of the survival game so i'm really happy to see that that did not happen <laughs> you know they didn't snub their nose um at the actual base survivor game and then run after the esports side but i really hope that they do continue to carry that mosa flag and try to recreate another avenue for esports because they were really awesome things to watch it was way more fun to me to watch than like a heroes of the storm um arena um, match or whatever i had a lot more fun definitely watching survival of the fittest so I really hope that they do pick that back up, but it's really cool that they're keeping it active and then they're um, opening it back up with that dev kit. Oh, yeah. Did you, did anybody have any other thoughts on that? Could it be a matter of convenience, too? We'll, we'll sort of say that we're going to stop supporting it, but we'll let the modders take care of it, and then yeah. once it's back up and running, like, you know, it's kind of yeah. classic Staglitz. <laughs> yeah, kind of, yeah, in a way, kind of like, Hey, we really liked what you did. We were going to make it a thing, but now we got too many things of our own. So we're going to put it back in the oven and let you guys continue to throw in your ingredients and then yeah. probably pull it back out of the oven down the road. Yeah, you're right. You know? Yeah, I just, it's I think that's, possible. yeah. Well, and then at the same time, too, what about PlayStation? Wouldn't they have a little bit of pull in this? I mean, you just launched on, you just launched yeah. on our console. We have some things we want to see done. I can't imagine that, that that decision was taken lightly and they weren't consulted in some way because, that sort of changes the package for them too, right? Yeah, I would I would think so. In the future or currently. Yep. It kind of it's and, gonna be very disappointing for a lot of people that they're discontinuing supporting this for now, but just gonna go out there and say right now, I am super happy that they're not gonna work on this anymore because hopefully work on the main game will get done. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Now I'm just please get it finished and it sounds like that's what they want to do and it, and it sounds like that's exactly where they're at right now they're realizing whoa 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 we got a lot of things going on really just now just now. <laughs> just, just yeah. now they're sitting in the office and going hey, you know yeah, yeah, all this better late than never Dang all this it. all this paperwork we should really probably should do something with all this stuff now now what do you think you know what why don't we just stop with survival the fittest for now and yeah. you know we'll get back to it at some time but we probably yeah, should get to this stuff yep hey you, you know, never know I'm, well, I'm of the opinion. What that, they're doing um, is they're wanting to focus on primal survival. Okay, obviously that's what's happening. No longer the survival of the fittest. Everybody wants to be dinos, so we're gonna focus on that. Then we'll come back to this yep. thing. Right. So yeah. the good news is that primal survival is still active in development by Wildcard's partner studio, Instinct Games. However, it's being delayed until later February 2017. Recently, Instinct has been involved in major technical work on Ark Survival Evolved. This has resulted in Primal Survival's progress being slowed down. However, they say the improvements they've gained from Instinct's work is beneficial to all game modes, including Primal Survival. We're sad. Uh, let's see. We are said to get a substantial preview of things to come next month. That is awesome. Should yeah, be interesting. Cool. Yeah. Should be I interesting. Know, I know, so, Luminin, what are your thoughts? This is your baby. Yeah, but well, I mean, I got the server started up, <laughs> so I'm, I was ready for this to drop <laughs> and just 
throw it in there and uh, and I'm waiting I'm like oh, I'm pretty certain this was supposed to be out already so uh, then I was sifting through Twitter and I saw a tweet from Jet um, pretty much highlighting all of this and I was like well that's great <laughs> yeah I bet you're just like damn it whoopsies <laughs> it's like two months late but yeah yeah. Hey guys. I don't know. Did did I really expect it to be on time? I mean, really? <laughs> you were being too optimistic. Who so, have a flower. Is Teddy? Can we back up the truck just a second? I don't know what this thing is. I, I'm only six months oh. into the game, so. <gasps> you don't know? What? No. All right, let's school we must enlighten teddy you. Let's school old teddy bear on this. Luminin, it's only fitting that you you tell Mr. Teddy what All right. exactly this is. Yes, I can, put, uh, I can tell you in four words. Play as a dino. Oh man, now you stole it from Luminin. <laughs> <laughs> well, it all started back like in really uh, like April first, I think. They talked about, oh, well, you'll be able to play as a dinosaur, and it was, everybody was like pumped about it. And then they're like, oh, April Fools. And then this uh, Instinct Games was like, oh, actually, you know what? That's a really good idea. And they took, picked it up, and they've actually been working on it. That's awesome. Uh, that is yeah, awesome. they've got. A, Wasn't it a mod before that? Too. I think it's uh, a mod, right? I, there is a mod out for it, but I don't know how well it works. Like, I had it on my test Frankenstein server way back, but it, I never saw any options for it. Or I mean, it just didn't seem like it was functioning. Yeah, so, I think it was like only a couple dinos, too. It was really, yeah. really early on. They, uh, You definitely should look up the video they put out as the April Fools, because you see dinos riding humans. That's awesome. That so oh, funny. yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah, I, well, that, I just that's... pulled... Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, that sounds like that would be a riot. I think that would sell really well. I just pulled up the current Play as a Dino mod. Their latest update was this, um, is recent, November 26th. So, currently there's a mod. I don't know how well it works, but they have a list that looks like it's it's every dinosaur in the... They even have uh, Scorched Earth dinos and rock elementals and stuff in this mod. So, oh, um, they are uh, keeping it up to date. Yeah, it looks like well, they've been doing more work on it. Another piece of it is is being able to play as a dinosaur versus what you're actually doing is going to be a big difference. I know with Primal Survival, there's supposed to be like certain goals you, you have as a certain animal. Specific animals do different things. Um, like raptors, for example, you're able to communicate with other raptors and you know do tactics, tactical moves, like have them flank to the side or you know circle around or you know attack from the back as you draw attention to the front. Whereas uh, I know as the Titan, no, Titan, the, the ants, you're you're more concerned with building hives and building your nests. You can go down underground and you know you're cleaning up and you know moving soil. I don't know exactly. I can't really say, but you know each animal has its own goals. Whereas the mod, I think it's more or less you just playing as an animal. You're running around and being able to do their attacks. Yeah, this is one of those things where I know we've talked about it before, where once they actually announced the Primal Survivor, we were all kind of interested in it. And when you actually look at the, I guess, the logistics of it, there's a lot of uh, internal stuff they have to get right. Otherwise, this is going to be a very bad uh, expansion or <laughs> DLC or whatever. There's so, very we're much, oh. a, so we're glad it's a separate company that's taking care of it. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Now, there was a YouTube video set of eyes on stuff too yeah absolutely <laughs> yeah don't rush it oh it looks like prometheus you have found <laughs> lee harvey so prometheus has made it to our center radio station what level are you right now not really um he came oh, by and he, he added me to the troop i know he had me 
he had me him. to the um the tribe, but I I'm still gonna make it there on my own. Oh, okay, cool. I'm taming a one one thirty five. Yeah, I was. I saw you found a a raft there. I may use that, but I feel like that's cheating a little bit. Yeah, that's cheating. It was and, floating and out the, there, claimable. In the world yeah. of full metal, that's cheating, eh? But you know, our our beloved <laughs> full metal. So, um, we're just checking in with old Prometheus there. So, yeah, He's, I used his Twitch you, stream. Did you say? I am level ten right now. Okay. Actually, about to be eleven. You started at one. Now you're level ten, and you have yet to find us on the center server. So we will see if this happens. But you know what? Is ever faithful Dodo named Victory will help him <laughs> succeed. Yeah. One thirty-five. Pretty okay. proud of him. So we were gonna move on to. Is everybody ready to move on to the main topic of the show? Yep. Okay. Yep. I think I have. Well, I added a. Oh, sorry. Go for it. I say I, I just tossed this in there. Um, <laughs> Janet was tweeting earlier this week about the uh, featured assets, different things on different servers, like how PS4 is getting the uh, Robo Giga, Xbox has the Robo T Rex, and we have the Parasaur Saddle. The exclusives—that's what he said. Now those things will be spread from you know, come forward release of the game. They're going to be on everything. Everybody will have the same things. It won't yeah. just be, oh, well, they have this, they have this. But I like to say he snuck this in there. He said, and I quote. Nothing. I'm <laughs> he quotes silence. He quotes nothing. Dramatic, dramatic pause. <laughs> this always happens to him. I have something important to say, and that is. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, then. We okay, sorry. There <laughs> I had to go ahead and read it. Uh, he said, he said, uh, I'm going to paraphrase. I can't remember from like tabbing out and back and forth. I'm doing this on my phone this week. He basically said that, you know, just to talk about exclusives, when we hit full launch, full release in spring of 2017, the content will be on all platforms. So he was talking about the exclusives on each platform. But I like to say that he just kind of snuck that in that the release date's been pushed back from this month, oh, I December. What you're saying. Yeah, to spring of next year. So maybe yeah. they actually, get... I'm gonna be honest with you. I was watching the charity stream. They said it on there too. Oh, did they? I, yeah. I didn't. Yeah, I was because I, I actually donated, and I didn't realize my real name would show up on the damn stream. So <laughs> when I did the uh, the extra life thing, so I thought I put Quicksilver in, but I did not, and my real name shows up. I'm like, oh. Mother of God. But I have a cool <laughs> avatar now on the, on the Ark Survival Evolved uh, website if I post anything. So, no, oh, cool. I've got a cool, cool. But, but yeah, they did. They, they made mention of it there when they were half asleep, probably because they'd been going for 27 hours. Someone, I don't remember who it was, said something to the fact that it wasn't going to be in December, that it was going to be in the spring. So, or they were, they were making mention of it that it probably wouldn't be. Okay. Yeah, I was at work when when they were doing most of those, so sadly I missed most of them. I Sorry. hoped for a December release, but I really didn't think it would happen. I guess I was right. Darn. Uh, still yeah. got lots to do. Lots to do. Alright. Well, we're going to move on to the main topic. Alright, the main topic was inspired by our new guy, Teddy429. He he heard our show, because you were listening to our show last week, right? Correct. And it kind of got you 
your your podcasting blood flowing and you really just thought you know what it's about time i get on there and and show us another side of the of the situation because we really were only looking at it from the pvp side and it's really awesome that you um, tapped us on the shoulder and was like, hey, I need to come on and speak about the PBE side. So so it actually was perfect timing because as I was just saying, my wife and I, my wife and I have been playing for about six months and um, you get through the island and you get tired of the disconnects and you get, you know, you get tired of, of you sort of get to a certain point where you feel like you've accomplished quite a bit and, and uh, we thought we'd try something new. So. I have a tribe of about, I think there's five of us now, five or six of us now. So we had one guy a few weeks back take off and he went for uh, scorched earth, but he didn't transfer. He he set up a brand new survivor. And I work with the guy and uh, looking at him every day when he comes into work, it's like this scorched earth thing has become a second job. He looks stressed out trying to survive. He comes and he says, yeah, I died four or five times yesterday. I'm just trying to get the Adobe set up so that I don't fry. It's just, it's just crazy. So uh-huh. I said to him, well, that's too bad. You should have transferred. And he looked at me like, what? So then I kind of <laughs> gave, him, I gave him the rundown as to how that works as far as I understood it and told him that uh, the rest of us were going to move over to the center on the, uh, the transfer. And it was all right around the same time as your podcast. So we had just actually completed, um, well, not completed, we had started because it's a bit of a process to do a transfer. Um, the transfer last week. And, and then when I heard this PVP view, I thought, well, yeah, okay, I get it. Like, I understand from a PVP perspective how it's a challenge and, and, you know, things are different. But from a PVE perspective, I love it because it gave me the chance to pick up and move and try a new map and not have to start over. When I, when I hear about his, his trials and tribulations being back at zero and having to work his way forward, it sounds like it's just painful. So not that, that moving over was easy, but it sounds to me like it was a lot less aggravating than starting over. And um, what you were saying about that, the PVE side too was that it made it a lot easier for um, like with the PVP like Iron Badger and Chief Shocker last week they were you know really not feeling it not feeling the the availability to just pick up and hop around in that little cluster or just cross over and just wipe a server and stuff but it's, it was really cool that it is. it does bring a lot of ease to the PvE people, like you were saying, that you could just be like, oh, you don't have to sit there and torture yourself on Scorched Earth. You can come over and play, and, you, and it probably makes it easier to group up um, with each other yeah. that way, too. Yeah, like we had a couple of guys, the, the, the two fellas, um, two of the guys in my tribe, they went over and they sort of got set up a little bit. So when we told them we were coming over, they met us at the obelisk and they kind of brought us along. And um, Bottom line, within probably 40 hours of gameplay between the five of them, us we're pretty much back to where we started we've got the greenhouse set up we've got the you know your shack set up we've got things more or less walled off and and uh, the other thing too is resources kind of shift and change which has made the game a little more enjoyable believe it or not because uh-huh. where i was you couldn't get you couldn't get cementing paste from beaver dams everybody had built all over the place and beavers didn't spawn anymore it was just aggravating so to have that beavers floating around it's changed the game for us because we've never really had to deal with them by the time we got started people would wipe them off the face ah um also did you have any problems being on an xbox pve official 
um, where people were messing around with the obelisk and, and making it so that people couldn't transfer it to their server and stuff like that? No, no, no not issues. personally. No, not, no, not personally. And I have had to, I've talked to a couple of folks and they haven't said anything, uh, thing about it. Now there was that whole, uh, warning, you know, roll of the dice. There's a 6% chance this won't work and you're going to lose everything. So of course you bring over dribs and drabs and hope to God, you know, that way, you know, everything gets wiped. Okay. Otherwise, what was the point? I, I thought right. that was interesting. There's a little, there's a little disclaimer online that says, "Hey, there's a shot that this isn't going to work, I and mean, you're going to lose what you're carrying." Really? So oh, they do tell know. you that? Yep. And, and I can't exactly remember where, but I do remember reading that there, and it was literally like they gave you numbers: a six percent chance this isn't going to work. Ooh. Wow. Well, hey, I guess that's cool. That's they gave you that that little disclaimer. How little is it? Is it very teeny tiny print, or is it pretty noticeable? I think it was pretty tiny. Like wherever oh, okay. that was, it was. I don't know if it was on Survive the Ark or maybe it was on, um, if it was on the wiki. I, I just, yeah. When I read that, I was like, okay, good to know, okay. right? And then of course you get that adrenaline pumping because it's kind of like the adventure of the unknown, and all of a sudden you spawn and oh crap, I've spawned in somebody's base. Huh. Right. <laughs> Yeah, that, yeah, that's the because it's a it's gonna be a it's gonna be a random drop like it's gonna be a random spawn location because you don't have a bed set up yet, right? And, right. And the other thing too, um, which is uh, kind of important for anybody that wants to move over that they need to be aware of, your tribe is disbanded. When you move over, you don't you're not part of the same tribe. You have to meet back up and you have to rejoin, which doesn't sound like a big deal until you realize that means you can't spawn in a bed. You're going to spawn randomly and there's nothing. Oh, you're cutting out just a little bit. About it. Is he cutting out for anybody else? Yeah, me too. Yep. Okay. Yeah, he's coming out for. Yep. We're losing you a little bit there. As if Luminin's bad connection wasn't it enough. Is. <laughs> it's like we have a little mini Luminin. All right, Teddy, I don't know if you can hear us, but we can't hear you. Oh, he, okay, we dropped him. Um, <laughs> he, or he dropped, but um, we'll just carry on and see if he comes back. Uh, we have a listener email. Now, this. Um, and okay, he's back up top. I'll bring him back down. All right, Teddy, let's see how you sound. Is that better? Hopefully, that didn't change. Uh, I don't know what's going on. Uh huh. Still no. a little testing. One, two, three. No, choppy. That oh, was man. clear right there. That one, two, three was clear. Oh, sorry, guys. Oh, that's hey, it happens, dude. We're, <laughs> it's not gonna be the last <laughs> time. Nope. <laughs> or the first time, for that matter. Right? Nope. Nope. Um, Fair enough. All right. So, did you want? Did you have anything else to say before we move on, or no? No, I think I think it's just it's just a matter of you know be aware of of the risks and and take the game for what it is. You know, um, I like the idea of you know allowing some clusters to move, but maybe not everybody. So you've got that opportunity to avoid that cross server war or whatever. But uh -huh. if you if you want, but no, I think and I and I know uh, talking to another CRR gaming group member yesterday he was or this morning he was pretty he said yeah he's enjoyed the cross over from a pve perspective and i think that's important because i think i think that pve versus pvp is two different animals right right i'm really glad that you brought that you know that clarity in because we really didn't even i don't know we just didn't think about it then we were too fired up on the the raw side of it so it was cool to hear the the non-RAR side. Fair enough. Yeah, I appreciate that. Um, we also, you were inspired by last episode to step up and voice your opinion. We got an email from um, one of our listeners, Nate. So Smash is going to give this a shot. 
Yes, unfortunately, Nate had a negative experience to talk about, but a very nicely done one. So here we go. <clears throat> I listened to your last podcast talking about players bringing their stuff into other servers. That happened to the server, Island, I was playing on. My tribe had an alliance with two other tribes on Crags Island called Crags Alliance. Our Alpha was a peaceful tribe and kept peace on the server. They would hunt down trolls or people that raided small tribes. They even had a set of rules to make the server more enjoyable, like no building foundation on mountains to block metal spawns or blocking caves. The Alpha tribe was also an Alpha on a Scorched Earth server. Now, someone inside the Alpha tribe on Scorched Earth was paid $2,000, real money, by the Beta tribe to betray their own tribe and let the Beta claim their, their dragons. They then proceeded to cross over to our server with all their dragons and finish them off. The problem is that they didn't stop there. The beta, now alpha, began to troll and wipe everyone on the server out. Our island bases were completely destroyed and the server ruined by them because players were allowed to bring stuff from other servers. I actually quit playing for a couple of weeks. It's total BS and makes me and many other players want to quit the game completely. Nate. And I gotta say, that's a shit story to have happen to you. So I am yeah. sorry for Nate. Yeah, yeah definitely. Oh, Prometheus just bought it. Oh, he's getting ink in the eye. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is that is a that is a crazy. That's exactly what we were talking about last week. Was the real money the? Two thousand dollars. I mean, that's a that's a used car for somebody's new driver. You know um, yeah, that's the donation that right there. That, let me tell you something. I want to know where I get a job doing that. I know. That's yeah, exactly. I mean, so you guys up for twenty bucks? Oh, <laughs> oh wow! Here, oh, here. No. Are you awake <laughs> now? Dirty dogs, dirty dogs. Dude, you um, were asleep, and I dropped you into the water. I thinking you were awake, and you're you freaking drowned. <laughs> Whoopsies. <laughs> So yeah, that's nuts. Um, yeah, two thousand dollars on the forums, or I don't know if this is all from Reddit or what, but that's craziness. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't care how good the game is. I'm not getting into it enough to pay nobody two thousand dollars to do something for me. Right. It's oh goodness, goodness. I agree. That is that is awful. But that's that that backside of the story, you know. In the PvP world, this stuff is happening. You know. Um, servers that had their own set of rules and government is now just being flipped upside down and and um it, it is affecting people just how we had just talked about last week you know nate just did not feel like wanting to play anymore well, and you could you know definitely identify with the pl other players that felt the same way well, I was to say, hopefully Nate, uh, now that he listens and everything, hopefully Nate will find another server where this stuff doesn't happen and they can and can enjoy the game again. But I can understand yeah. why this experience would really make it difficult to jump back in. I agree. I agree. Um, that's why we I, we thought this would be um, a good idea to prolong the conversation further into this week because it the the situation is still ongoing and. Um, we actually had one of our CRR Xbox members uh, pipe up too in our in our rated art Discord, and um, Mr. Quick is going to share the mighty beards. He he uh, wanted to give us his opinion in Discord, and I was like, "Hey man, can I share that on the show?" And he's like, "Yeah." So all right, well, let's see. 
Listening to episode number 35, this server wars thing is a real issue. It has killed our server. Main tribes decided to block all the drops with vaults. It's for the safety of the server, but say goodbye to the new Pike Flak Blueprints. Good going, Ark. Really need to rethink it. And then he went on to say, I think one fix is, as Esme suggested, have a cluster of servers that can transfer and a cluster that can't. At least that way, Ark could gauge the interest in cross-transfer based on player numbers. What it is good for is cross-server trading. I traded some BPs and dinos this week. I transferred some BPs and dinos this week. Also, Forender suggested of more diverse official selection might help. If Ark made some jacked-up official PvP servers, it would make for faster PvP gameplay, in turn taking some more of the aggressive tribes out of the normal officials. But regardless, it's, it's an issue that needs to be solved. Even if they look into making it a one dino per person per day rule may help. We traded 15 turrets for two Mastercraft long neck blueprints across servers last night. That's the good thing about it, I guess. But more cons and pros at the minute. And yep, and that, and I'm glad that he did look at it from both ways because um, that is very helpful too. Is that whole trading aspect? You know, people being able to trade and buy other dinos that they might not have access to or, you know, because um, their alphas keep track of what they're taming and how they're taming it. And all of a sudden you could just do some sort of a trade and then ta-da, you know, if they're not keeping an eye on like the obelisks and stuff, you know, it's it's pretty cool. Yeah, I think I think wildcard, I, I wonder, they have to know this is an issue. They, they have to. have to know this is an issue. <laughs> And I'm wondering if this is not a them a way for them to clear the servers without having to actually go in and clear the That's servers what themselves. Chief said last week, yo. That's so, exactly what Chief said last week. You know, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, and I don't do that often because it hurts a lot. <laughs> but I'm thinking that that may be one of the because I mean, why would I, I don't know? It just doesn't make any sense to me. This this whole thing makes no sense to me. Yep. Why it's such a it, this should not be a big deal. This should be a Another thing we added is, you know, so you guys can do what you need to do, but it's turned into such a cluster, right? <laughs> no pun intended, right. um, that, you know, it seems as though Wildcard has to have some kind of involvement in this. And if you're yeah. listening, Wildcard, please, I'm on Twitter, Sean at Quicksilver3355, if you'd like to respond to my accusations of you being involved yeah. in this. I <laughs> just want to make sure we're clear on that. But yeah, yeah. so I mean, I apologize. I just... I, I feel bad for these people because this is not the kind of experience you should be getting. Well, has anybody actually asked Jeremy what the hell are you thinking? Like, I mean, oh, you know, Jeremy Twitter. won't reply. He... <laughs> Jeremy's worried about fishing off of Pelagornis right now. Jeremy's worried about fishing off of Pelagornis. He don't care about your server. No. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they just didn't take into account human nature and the fact that people would do shit like that. Yeah, I don't yeah. think they they should care really. It's it's they're they're creating a landscape right of a game. What happens on the servers as long as it's within the confines of the official rules is all they really care about. Um, and when it comes down to it, I think that this feature is actually more of a beneficial uh, thing for um, private servers. And I see it immediately ex uh, applicable to you know the CRR group where you could have all three maps. But only be paying for, you know, say instead of everyone buying, you know, 20 slots, you buy 30 slots for all three servers because you notice um, the group is kind of spread out. But everyone wants to be able to play on their given set of servers. So maybe you have to agree on mods or something that you're going to share across one environment. But 
Um, effectively, this to me just really expands the map. I want to go to a, a, a desert biome and go and grab some things in in a, in a private, unofficial server. Kind of imagine, you know, it just it seems like it would make for a good time. Like I, I I'm looking at it as a more PC beneficial, whatever setting you want, PvP or PVE. Um, I, I don't see this as more of a a a official server perk. Um, I guess official server has always for me been pretty douchebaggery. You know, they it's always been that way. You always have the trolls who go and bring sixty gigas into a single server and go take it over because that's what they plan to do. And and if that's well within the confines of the rules uh, set forth on the official server, I guess more power to them. Um, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, and and just kind of look at it the bright side on, on on terms of unofficial servers that you guys can you guys can have that type of environment one probably saving money um, and two um, being able to say hey I kind of go feel like playing go play scorched earth for a little bit when we jump jump in that map um, and then actually have the obelisks mean something right right now they're just these useless pretty much useless items um, unless you're literally leaving the server permanently for some strange reason, but now this kind of links them in a, in a much more permanent way. It makes sense for the obelisk, right? Uh, I understand what you're saying. To an extent, I agree with you. But the problem is, for console, at least for now, we don't have the dedicated server option exactly. for most players. I mean, I think from what I've looked online, there's less than 100 dedicated servers for Xbox altogether. Every yeah. type, every game type, everything altogether, there's less than 100 servers. Yep. And half of those or more are sort of password protected for whoever and their friends. Yep. It's not an option for most people on console right now. So in right. the future, I see that being an option. But for now, official's what we got. Official's what we get to do. It just plain screws us over, so... I understand yeah. what you're saying, but it just isn't there yet. Right. And that's that's what I think is they are a company. So, like, um, Prometheus, when you were like, well, you know, this is just the way it is, and I don't see that it's a big deal. Well, it, from a business standpoint, when you're creating all these different um, more avenues and these other different platforms, but you're, you're giving each one of those platforms an entirely different experience than the other platform, um, you already, you're breeding animosity, resentment. You're, um, you, you will start making those divisions, those lines. Um, so I think just like broad brushing it, like, oh, whatever. Well, we can say that because, hey, we're, shit isn't hitting our fans. So, hey, you know what I mean? It's just, um, well, we're, we're, we, we, we're going to be getting it. I, I don't, I think it was just ready for one platform but, but, first before but another. We, but we, meaning we and unofficial, um, that the, the problem is officials and the, the, consoles they don't have a choice you know right now we have a choice we're not going to buy into that crap we're going to play on unofficial that that's what iron's saying is they don't even have a choice yeah. you know so you know from I mean, where you're they you're, they have a choice you could run a dedicated xbox and do that whole thing just like you can do it on a desktop yeah I but mean, that costs a lot more money where yeah, it's not cost that's three hundred dollar drop just to get another xbox to run it <laughs> yeah, i mean not, we can do it but it's it's cost done. prohibitive for us <laughs> it's not the same, it, it certainly is actually, i i get it entirely different yeah it's entirely different. Um, and I imagine a, those services will start popping up for that as well. Yeah. yeah. Also, from a business standpoint, 
Um, you you have that right to go, hey, I'm going to feed you a steaming dog turd. If you don't like it, don't buy it. Yeah, you can go that way. Um, you can as a business. You can serve undercooked food if you so desire. Now, people also have a right not to buy it. And that's if that is a choice you're making as a business. And and you also is that as much as that is your choice, it's also the consumer's choice to give you the middle finger and say, have a nice day. I'm going to go somewhere else and give somebody else my money. So, I mean, is it a wise business decision? In my opinion, hell no, it's not a wise business position. But if it's theirs, hey, you know, it is theirs. You well, know, they have that right. Part of that too, though, I could I could flip that coin real easy and say, in in the console world, we keep hearing about fracturing your player base because you've got different maps and you've got different options and you've got different, you know. So there's a group of people over here that play this and a group of people that over here that play that, and you're fracturing anytime there's a, a DLC content update. Oh yeah. Um, you hear you hear about uh, fracturing your player base. Well, this kind of stops that fra- or could stop if it's treated properly that fracture from happening in this respect and let's be honest this thing is, uh, is still in beta i don't know if it'll ever come out of beta um so we, people are putting up with a lot of junk that i wouldn't have expected in the first place but at 20 bucks yeah you right. know um so maybe by the time the thing's fully released in 2019 or whenever the hell it actually happens <laughs> that problem is that problem is fixed i mean i just I, you know i i I hope that's all we can do, right? Yep. I think right. if uh-huh. if you put the reasons the obelisks are there, right? The obelisks are there obviously as some very large in-game element. Now, I don't think it was just so you can go fight the bosses. I think they always kind of envisioned it being a way to transfer from arc to arc in a in a more um, cohesive manner than we got you we all got used to. Um, and and how cool would it be is if if Every arc was different, like kind of how we we get the feeling they wanted with the procedural generated maps, yeah. and that the island being, you know, and now you have the ability to jump into all these different places, and they're completely different. Nobody has the benefit of knowing um, what this map looks like if I get from one end to the other, because um, because you just don't know. You it's not some map that you've played a thousand times before. So I think if you look kind of long term, what they plan to do. I mean, you're you you have to remember you are an early adopter. This is an early access game, and that the fact that they they have an unfinished unfinished vision of what you're playing right now, and sometimes things like the center map may even go away altogether. You know, or, or the not the center map. Sorry, the um, the island map. The island map to me is an obvious. We need to test all these biomes and make sure that we can mix them together without causing kind of some kind of strange issue. And and then you take that a next step further, and you say, okay, well, they ran out of cash, and they 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 had this new biome to go out into the center, which was going to be a desert biome. Oh, let's just make a whole map with it and test that kind of aspect. Can you can you have a, a generated map where everything is one biome? Um, and, and so, if you look big picture, I, I think cross server um, transfers and stuff like that are are pretty much all what they always wanted it to be, and and we're all going to get there just because one 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 platform traditionally has always received things first. You know, maybe they're just trying to throw Xbox a bone here. You know, maybe <laughs> it may sound weird, but hey, you know, you guys never get anything first. Why not? Why not one thing, right? And I know that sounds bad when when your your base got completely wiped 
and uh, you you have no other choice. But to me, that shows that uh, even though they charged everybody for scorched earth, their real plan was was basically to just have this concept of being able to move from server to server um, and and kind of just enjoy any map at any moment, taking your character and maybe even your dinos too. So that's the way. That's truly the way I see it. It it's it sucks in the short term, I think. But All right. Yep. Sorry, my headset. Oh. <laughs> Um, um, it 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 sucks sucks in the short term, but in the long term, it's just going to be beneficial for everybody and everything. It means no one can get too comfortable, right? But no one can get too comfortable as alpha in one one given server because you really don't know what's happening in every other map. And if they if they manage to get to the point where every arc officially every server that's official is it are all linked in one big. Um, system where you're just going to connect to different versions, um, and again I go back to the pre- procedural generated maps. Then that's a really cool concept, and and yeah, it sucks to lose your base. But again, you're you're in an early access game, and and hopefully they 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 stay true to that. And I think with that on the horizon and knowing kind of what they're trying to do with that, I think it all kind of fits. But I'm I'm jab- blabbering on now. All right, well, Badger, it's your time to blabber on. You tell us what your input is. <laughs> kind of my actual input for the section is I kind of maintain my belief that cross-server transfers and, by extension, cross-server wars are a bad idea for PvP. And not to beat a dead horse on this uh, topic, but kind of the example has already been shown <laughs> to the lengths people are willing to go. I mean, it's completely ridiculous. I mean, pain somebody real money i mean it's something we've seen in gaming already this is not a new thing it's something we've seen for years already people are willing to pay up big bucks screw over somebody else i'm oh, used yeah. to that it, it, it doesn't it doesn't shock me at all but i still feel especially in a game that's beta i haven't finished there needs to be a check and a balance there until the game's finished I need to get all this stuff worked out before we just say, hey, screw over half our fan base right now, is kind of how I feel about it. But kind of short of a mass exodus of players from official servers, I really don't think much is going to change. Point, Kind of like Prometheus has been saying, as far as um, the clusters that we've been talking about for, for different types and groups of servers that are going to have this, or like have, okay, we have the, these groups, of pvp official servers that you can't transfer and these you can kind of deal or something like that it, there really needs to be a check and balance for it saying i really hope and this is kind of my overall thought is i hope that everybody that's saying something on twitter reddit forums wherever i hope that they're saying something about their opinion and this is and this is a big part wildcard has been really good about actually you're listening to fan input, modders input, whatever. Really hope that they actually listen to what people are saying. That's just to get an overall thought of how people feel about it. I mean, they're the developer. They're going to do what they want anyway. But I think this is a game mechanic that could really use some player input just to kind of get a feel for how everybody feels about it. Because as much as I love playing PvP with the group right now, and thankfully the server we're on right now, we move servers, things are a little more stable here, 
But under threat of getting wiped again, I have zero problems going back to my single-player games of Skyrim and Fallout. I mean, I'll happily play Ark all the time, but uh, I won't put up with that crap. I, I feel that's how some other people feel, too. So, yeah, uh, that's that's my two cents worth. Yep, it's it's valid. That, that was the point, was just to kind of carry on our conversation. And then also, I challenged um, us, I don't know if anybody took me up on that challenge, but to kind of, you know, get feedback whether it be off the internet and it sounds like some of you have had discussions with other players then tribe mates um and got their feedback too on this so and that's we have our emails and our group members that wanted to share their opinion too so um it was definitely worth uh the conversation to extend it but first before we hop on goon has a second uh short point we are welcoming Mr. Foe. He's made it into the show. And also, Chief Shocker couldn't be with us tonight. I was really looking forward to hearing what his take on like the, the update from last week. But he's under the weather this week. So hopefully we'll get some feedback soon. But how you doing, Foe? What up, what up, what up? I made it. He's made it. We I made it to the, the, the radio station. The oh, Prometheus made it to the radio station. He did. He's running all over the place. <laughs> Now give him a mission. Send the new guy off to tame something <laughs> crazy. I'm surprised Smash made it to a radio station and tell you the truth. Know, Poor guy. You never get a second's rest, do you, Prometheus? So excited that he got to join us. He has been missed. So, oh, we got Prometheus on the in-game radio station. Foe dropped in on us, and a Smash got to come back and record an episode with us. We're looking good. So, Goon, you had a short point, you said? Yeah, I just... Everyone's complaining about all this stuff with the cross realm and everything. You know, like Badger said, it was it's a beta game. These guys are probably watching all this going, you know, what better way to test your game? Let people Absolutely. do what... I mean, let all this stuff happen. They can see what's going to happen. Yeah. This is a perfect way to test the game. I know it's, it sucks for everybody on the, who's playing, but if I'm making a game, I'm going to sit back and watch and see what happens and see where we can make choices and where we can change our choices. I mean, it's a perfect test. That's my that's my short point I have. But I as far as watching their side, this is just a testing program. Let them have fun and that way, you know, I know where I need to make changes later on. But for now, I'm going to sit back and watch and watch everything get run and see how it works. We're like a little Petri dish. They keep dropping little drops of, of uh, bacteria in and seeing how we react to it. Yeah, see which way the crap's going to grow. So we know which yeah. way to stop. <laughs> yeah, why not? Yeah, it's, it's, that's a very good point. I'm glad you, I'm glad you shared us your short, with us your short point. Because that's actually is, very valid. Is, any, is anybody else mystified that crap comes up immediately after foe joins? <laughs> no, I'm not mystified at all. You're mystified. Don't blame me. All right. Well, um, I I actually went to the forums, um, survivorthark.com, and I noticed that they had an entire forum that they have put for each console or each platform um, devoted for this cross-server stuff. They have it for trading. They have the forum for cross-server um, alpha tribes for you to advertise stuff that's going down on your server and ask for help that right there just further um 
validated the fact that this is entirely intentional. They want to see how this is working. They gave us avenues in which to advertise and to communicate with, with each other cross-server. So um, <laughs> I thought it was really cool because uh, it says that I, well, my notes I had put in my notes that they have the entire forum devoted to attacking alpha tribes on other servers and the entire cross-server thing. They have one for PC, Xbox, and now even PlayStation 4. Um, this does confirm that this is, is what they intend to occur. They intend to have the cross-server wars. These are a few of the forum post titles that I think helped paint a picture of what Wildcard most likely envisioned, and it is currently going on right now on the forums. Um, some of them is for hire to mercenaries. Um, and I'll assist you with your primitive server, DB <laughs> alphas and trolls. Um, so people are actually getting a chance to advertise not only their craptastic uh, server wipes that's going on by visiting alpha tribes, but also the fact that they're advertising their services to come and help you fight those people. So this is yet another layer of what this dynamic can add to the game. We have on PvE servers where people are being able to trade tools and dinos and hop seamlessly from one world to the next. But we have the PvP world, you know, people's um, government and structures are just getting flipped upside down and it's it's putting a sour taste in their mouth. But also we have people being able to advertise their servers and like we, we talked about last episode, banding together and making this a bigger than just a server. It's turned into server wars instead of tribe wars, more or less. Um, it, it could. So um, I thought that this, <laughs> that this sort of situation seems to be working if you frequent the forums but then it made me wonder what if you don't frequent the forums that's that's another thing you have an entire different um, gaming populace that doesn't get on twitter doesn't get on their facebook doesn't stay plugged in they log in and they're like oh crap what is going on you know um if there are uninformed gamers out there and there's there's over informed <laughs> gamers out there so it may really makes me wonder for the people who don't use the forums or keep up on this and know that these avenues are there they probably feel very hopeless um, not knowing that there are people offering their services. Um, I think for players like, and I'm not, I have no idea what this person's name is. It's it's not English. It's Seifried Dung von Prusen. I don't know. Um, Iron might be able to take that on. <laughs> but um, so this sort of option gives people like Seifried Wein von Prusen hope. They posted, hello, I'm having trouble with the alphas of server 14 primitive. They just keep wiping us and our friends. They have two gigas and a weak base. We can never build up because they have scouts everywhere and we can't leave because they blocked off the obs and supply drops. Thanks. So this is another um, layer. You know, people being able to put out health notices. Like, can you help us? You know? Um, yeah, it, it's kind of shitty, you know, that that they they wanted to play, and this is just kind of dropped. It's not like anybody signed up for this, and I think that's where, like, the Xbox players, like Iron, like what you're saying, like, you don't have a choice, and this is being done to you, and it, it just kind of happened overnight, you know? Imagine if they make, uh, sorry, this is a random thought I just had, but imagine if they made, like, an in-game currency, a true in-game currency that they could get paid for, you could buy coins, or you, you mine them or earn them in some way. And then you could use that to pay other tribes from other servers to come in and wipe out the Alva or something. They could uh, they could turn that into a whole other oh, revenue yeah, stream. Real, real cats. Yeah, I can. I know. Well, they oh, can get PayPal. paid directly. They're not, they're not getting that money, right? 
Um, oh, they're getting real they, life money. <laughs> right? No, the the alpha is of course, but if they had if they they make it like a, illegal to do it that way, and they start kind of pushing an in game currency that you could use real money, and then they get paid, they'd still do it through PayPal. Yeah, why would. give them a piece? <laughs> yeah, they would. Also, I think they already are adding their in-game currency with that dino that feeds off from human bodies. That is good. <laughs> <laughs> Dodos and humans. Those are the no, 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 no. <laughs> but um, I so with that, what the hell was that? With that um, with that uh, forum post, I said that part of me feels like this is exactly what is needed to stir up that those stagnant populations of servers. You know, I still stand by my original thought that they need to make these a separate gameplay. Like, you know, make those clusters, those groups of um, cross-server groups, and then the non-cross-server groups so that people have choices. Um, and I think this type of play has a place, but I don't think it works by forcing it on everyone. So that's my two cents. Luminin, you are up next. Or not. Is he still with us? Sorry, just a sec. Okay, so, Fo, you just joined us. Did you want, while well, Luminin's uh, tending to the cattle, do you have anything you want to toss him? I'm just trying to catch up on everything. I'm going to have to come oh, back okay. to me. All right. Okay. All right, Luminin. Now, you know, you guys all touched on this earlier, how you're talking about from a business standpoint, it doesn't make sense. I think it makes perfect sense from a business standpoint. For them to operate these servers and keep them up to date and running, it costs them time and a lot of money. So uh, at least for the PC side of things, I see this as them pushing um, PC players away from the game, like you said last week. They've already got your money. They don't care if you play or not. Right. So, you know, by doing this, you know, you have a lot of people that are going to rage quit. You're going to have these people who, regardless of what happens, they're going to play until you shut down the servers which is exactly what they're counting on. I think they're going to try to boil the servers down to a certain number and then start closing a bunch of them to cut cost. So they're going to push people towards private servers. One, boosted boosted uh, stats, which we've seen. They do the two times events for the uh, weekends, but that's not enough. It just barely satisfies people. So one, I think they're pushing people towards private servers. Two, they're going to start shutting the, uh, rate, the official servers down, boiling them down so there's less of them because... It costs them money, frankly, just to have it up and running. And then they have to have one of their community members go over to a certain server and try to straighten an issue out or whatever. It takes their time and that's their money. So, you know, I think it's just, you know, primarily, I think it's that. Uh, that thought had occurred to me also. Yeah. And I think that's a large part of it. I think you're 100% correct there, Lumina. Now, there's another part to that. Um, are they hoping that balance will be achieved in this? You are going to have a lot of chaos that starts up. But eventually, you know, the people that come in and they wipe out all these servers, they're going to get bored and they're going to go away. And you're going to have these people who are, you know, whiners and complainers who are all the way, you know, all over Twitter and social media just throwing, you know, bricks at wildcard windows, basically, complaining about this. Eventually, they're going to go away, too, because of all of this. So you're going to be left with these, you know, starry-eyed, um, wildcard can do no bad fans who, you know, you know, that's going to be... It's going to make them feel a lot better. So I'm just wondering if they're hoping that the, the chaos plateaus, they get a smaller, but but a from their viewpoint, higher quality player base. I can see that too, because 
even when you go and you you get a game or you're checking out a game um, and you see like a whole bunch of servers and most of them are empty, you kind of get a bad taste in your mouth. So just consolidating the servers and that's something like games run into a lot, um, especially any form of MMO um, where when they first launch. Plus, they're bleeding players into those other platforms, too. You know, like, Foe has a group of friends that played on PC, but now that they can play on PlayStation 4, they left. So they don't really need all of these servers. They've they fractured their player base into three different avenues, and they're going to have to cut back, you know? So I don't really, yeah, I don't... Because I, I imagine it's different for Xbox servers versus PC. I don't know how how yeah, it is. that would be yeah they're set up slightly different and yeah yeah there's not as much horsepower behind the I'm, I'm assuming there's not as much horsepower behind the xbox servers because the graphics right. aren't there right we're not getting that 4k crisp yet it's supposed to come with scorpio but we'll see yeah yeah um, uh, i have a question along those lines though guys how many of you would be willing to pay like the nine dollars a month or 19 dollars a month to keep those servers running like some of these other mmos would that be something that you guys as players would entertain uh we already pay for all of our services yeah <laughs> right. already doing it yeah already doing it we uh luminin lee and my and myself and foe and even quick we all own our own servers we rent them you rent them so it's not like yep. you just set up your own pc in the corner and you nope. have to pay a monthly we pay a uh, monthly fee to rent them that's that's what we do i mean you can set up your own pc if you okay. want but I so what's the downside? Like, wouldn't that be cheaper in the long run? Question mark. Yeah, you just got to make sure that that PC can handle the uh, load of the whole server. Fair yep. <laughs> yeah, and um, for us non-technically inclined people, I would I prefer to pay, and we take or our group pays. Like City, he's donated um this past month to, to a couple of our servers. So you know that's that's awesome when we help each other out and we we because we take donations from our CR members, but um it does cost uh, a monthly fee to run. And I like to pay to cut down on the headache because not everybody has time to sit there and mess around with a dedicated with a PC at home if you're not familiar with all of that. And when you have a lot of people relying on you and a lot of their dinosaurs and their bases relying on you, that's not something you really want to mess up. Yeah. It's easier to, cool. you know, um, yell yeah. at Nitrato or get them to help you out than to try to um, navigate everything on your own. And Good with your know. own PC server, you know, every single update, every single patch, you're responsible to make yeah. sure that, that gets onto your server. Nitrado, they handle all that for us. Yeah, Fair they enough. just, it's actually become a lot more smooth. That Fo and I were talking about this the other day. Now we, we used to be um, really uh, a huge headache <laughs> with having to the minute an update came out or a mod updated, we'd have to go and restart it, restart it. Well, Nitrato just made it where we have an option to auto update everything now. So yep. we, it is so butter right now. Like, I don't feel like it's a headache to run the server anymore at all. Like before it was a lot of. A lot of stuff. If you like, sometimes if Eco Trees updated three times that day, we were having to get in Discord, tell everybody, make sure everybody is in a safe place, shut down the server, restart. The we haven't had to do any of that anymore. We just we haven't. It's doing it all for us. So that's awesome. Yeah, they added that a while ago. It did cause me an issue at first. Really, I hadn't had any problems. When they when they first added it, it was automatically set to not update anything. So my server got stuck behind, and I had to log in, and I found that, and I 
like, oh, cool, it's got options. So I was oh, able that to cool. change it to, yeah, the auto update. So, but at first, it, by default, it was set to not update. So, if you're not aware of that, like anybody listening who may be renting their own server, make sure you go in and check for that on your Nitrido page. Yeah, Does somebody want to somebody want to grab Luminan? He's not with us, and I can't drag him in. I tried. He should be able to come in on his own. He's gone again, or is he here? He's up in the lounge. Oh, I didn't see him. I thought he could come down. You're welcome, Luminan. Are you back, Luminan? Yeah, thanks. I guess it's really easy to change channels on your phone. <laughs> like I literally tried to push the uh, push talk button, and it's just like you you. You uh, switched channels. I was like, what? You got really quiet. It's okay. You don't know how to use a phone. It's new to the Amish. You know, Amish people have a hard time with technology. You have any idea how hard TeamSpeak is on a rotary phone? Oh. <laughs> You're so crazy. So, um, we actually uh, hijacked you. So, do you want to wrap up your, your conversation? Or do you have anything else to add? Because we kind of well, went off on a tangent. <laughs> that was pretty much it. Basically, what I was getting at is them boiling down their player base to just those starry-eyed people. Yeah. Um, it's it's also going to help their reviews. Because if these people are people who see the game as, you know, these developers can do no wrong and blah, 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 well, then all their reviews are going to be five stars, right? I don't know. I don't know. But, yeah. there's I mean, there's a lot to that. And that that was just my thinking is financially you know there isn't a subscription fee would i pay one um no because we have the private servers and we pay for those so right. personally no i would not now for some other people maybe they would um as far as reviews i was always taught that nine out of if somebody likes something it's very rare that they will go and write a, i like it review but nine if you don't like something you'll tell nine it was a stat that you will tell nine people you were unhappy so i think oh, yeah. people are more apt to complain yeah. than they are to praise so oh, yeah. i wouldn't really put too much oh, yeah. clout in their five stars um i think more people are gonna bitch about things than give them well, a pat on the back yeah, you're exactly right. You know, when when everything's going smooth, nobody's got anything to say. You don't hear yeah. nothing, and you know, it's, what is it? The the squeaky wheel gets the grease, right? Yeah, yeah. That's true, but wasn't it you that was saying, Esme, that uh, you would look through the uh, reviews for games or mods before you purchase them or use them? I do, yeah, just because I like to check the bugs and to make sure they don't they don't have any issues, and I'm relying on that more than I am. Um, the five-star things on mods I do because that means it's been around more and people are using it more and rating it more because it has more eyes on it. But I definitely visit comment sections to see ahead of time if people are bitching about something and then I won't use it. Oh, definitely. Yeah, that's yeah, just I a good policy you. when yeah. it comes to mods. Yeah, mods I think are a little different because it's affecting you and everybody. I would not pay a standalone subscription fee to this game. I wouldn't. Um, I don't know that I. Not could. enough there. It's just not enough for me to. Want. I do. I do the server because you know I'm paying for for a, a place for everybody to play and everybody yeah. to get together, and yep. that's a small fee. Yep. Kind of interject here on kind of the rating and help people pick what games they play and whatnot. I think a lot of. The reason why people play one game or another is second or first hand talking to a friend or was over a friend's house and they were playing the game or something. Oh, yeah, that and can be important. That's a lot. Of, I know most of the gamers I know 
that's how they find new games. And that's how I found this game. I think that's how a lot of yeah, that's people how I found this game. find... I mean, that's how. That's basically how most games get found. And then after somebody finds a really good game or a series of games from a developer they like, that's how, from what, from what I see, really big A-list games today didn't get there most of the time with their very first game from the developer. It took them a few games. Now, the key for the developer, in my opinion, is to keep producing the quality to get to that point. And that's where I'm watching Wildcard right now because I love ARC. But I don't see the quality that comes from some other major game developers. In some ways, yes. In some ways, no. You got to wait and see. So I hope it gets there. That's just my two cents. All right. Does anybody else have any two cents before we move on to tip time? Is that a no? Yes, no? That would be a negative. Okay. Tips, tips, tips. Tips, tips, tips. <laughs> tips, tips, tips. <laughs> nice. <laughs> this is tip time where we will share a tip or a tale with our listeners for the week. Teddy Bear, you got the first tip. So this is a tip. I would. This is some place between an alpha tip and a punch and trees tip because I don't think the guy's going to try oh, and do, do the transfer. But if you're going. Oh, no. It sounds like this. <laughs> I got a tip for you. <laughs> oh, that don't sound right. That don't sound right. No, 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 no. That don't sound right. <laughs> there we go. Hey, Here we go. You're supposed to introduce no. You Here so we, we go. go. I got something in my pocket for you. Why don't you reach out in my pocket and see what it is? <laughs> All right. No, 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 no. Let's have a replay, Teddy Bear. The, this is, this is oh, some between still, an alpha tip talking, and a punch because I can't see some. Nope. No, no okay. chalk. Skip me. I got. I, I got something I can try. I think it cleared. All up right. Now. Let's try. It's cleared. Let's go. I'm glad it's cleared time. up. Now it's easier. To, Tip is someplace between Alpha and Punch and Trees. If you're gonna do a transfer from across Arc, make sure you take your stuff off your dinos and throw it in the obelisk because it won't come. Because it won't come. That's all we heard. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, it's because it's just a tip. Whatever stuff you have in the inventory. Yep. Oh, okay. <laughs> nice. Uh, let me try something. Okay, we will come back to you. Yep. We will get a retip from you. Lee, give us your tip. Um, I was uh, talking with Quick about this earlier today. Um, Maybe think it's a good tip for other admins of PVE servers, unofficial servers like us. Um, if you have a large tribe, like where you're basically, everybody who enters your server joins your tribe, make sure to keep an eye out on how long people are gone and come up with a you know predetermined a set amount of time and post it notice make sure everybody's aware of the rules so nobody gets butt hurt but um when they're gone for so long kick them from the tribe and let their demolished counters start mm -hmm. ticking down and then they've got themselves a nice little automatic grace period that they got about a week or so or 11 days or whatever it is they can log in and save their stuff and if they come back no big deal add them back to the tribe you know 
if they're not going to come back, then their stuff automatically becomes demolishable and their dinos become claimable and it's fair game for everybody else on the server, you know, and encourage your other players that if they see something that says demolish allowed to destroy it, you know, uh, it helps you as an admin with your server maintenance to keep the clutter down and it might free up valuable building spaces that, you know, somebody finds good real estate and they're like, oh, damn, I can't build there because some jackass built a thatch hut six months ago and never came back. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. So just like I said, make sure it's all posted. People know how to time the rules and you can have even, you know, something like somebody can go for a while, but hopefully they'll be courteous and, you know, give you notice and let you know, Hey, I'm going to be off for a couple of weeks. I won't be able to log in. Please don't uh, kick me from the tribe. Cause I will be back. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. That's a, I, I like that idea. Yeah. It, it works out really well. Yeah. Yeah. I do too. Um, I I had to do that a lot on the island um, because we were all in like a group tribe so that we could do stuff um, together and make it a lot easier to help each other tame and, and go do activities and stuff. And that's exactly what I would have to do is um, I would post on our forums, hey, I'm going to be removing such and such and such and such, like put a list and I would tag them in it. And then I would go to their house and put in front of their main door a sign, like an eviction notice, like you said. I'm like, hey, and I would put the date and I would take a screenshot because I like to do, have all my bases covered. And then after that set time that I would post on that sign, I would just remove them from the tribe and then let nature take its course. So that's, yeah, it works. It works a lot um, better that way than having to try to guess if you've seen someone or because you don't always play the same times as others. So yeah. that's a great idea. And my server, the stuff doesn't automatically break itself down after the counter runs out. It just still sits there, but it just says demolish allowed. You know, so you still got to go around and demolish stuff. And like oh, I said, that's I that's where you. Decay on. <laughs> yeah. I would just let it decay and then poof, gone. Well, it's yeah, it just has it has the decay timers. They just don't automatically decay after the timer runs out. Well, um, I see. I've seen stuff on your server where like doors are missing of people's buildings that's been sitting around for a while. Yeah, and I'm assuming what happened there was the people hadn't been on in a long time, and somebody else came along and saw it was demolishable, and instead of demolishing the whole building, they just took down a door and went inside and took whatever they want. Yeah. yeah Which I'm that. fine with, too. I mean, obviously, if that person isn't going to log in in enough time that their, their timer counted down to nothing, then they're not going to miss whatever's gone. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and, I was doing uh, that a few on a foe server, since he has it set up the same, uh, so I'd go adopt some dinos if the place was demolishable. Right. Yeah, yeah, definitely. All right, Smash, you have a small tale tip for us. Yeah, um, I've been very busy, so I don't get to play a lot, and I was it was pretty dead today, so I got a chance to play. I got on the RP server, and I was thinking about, what do I want to do? What have I not done in a bit? I'm going to tame. Or not tame, I'm going to uh, breed, so I'm going to put two of my dinos together and get me a new dino. Everything was going great. My terrace had their alone time had their music going, they got busy, everything went smoothly. Get back to base, set everything up, gonna hatch that egg, have me a brand new little Terra. Suddenly I hear chomping. Chomp, 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 and then realize I've eaten the egg. Oh no! <laughs> yes, yes, oh, don't do no. that people. <laughs> don't put it in your hot bar and forget or hit the wrong button. Oh no. So, so my tip is this. Try to keep an eye on what you're doing. Don't just assume you're doing it right. Right. Yikes. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that sucks. 
So that didn't work out so well for you. Welcome back to Ark Smash. What was that, Luminin? Been there, done that. Yeah. I didn't you eat an Oliver egg or two? Two. City did. The city totally did. It was funny. Is it me or the dodo massive on this server? Uh, you probably picked up a dodo. Oh. Pimp my dino mod. Yeah, they got Nice. Yeah, if you haven't done that, try that mod. There's some nice armor in there. Oh, right, Smash. If you're done, you can hand the baton to Mr. Badger. Go for it, Badger. Take it. Take Alrighty. It. So, I mean, out of all the troubles and just with everything going on in the game lately and stirred up a lot of the uh, people playing this game, I will say the one thing that has been awesome for me is the people I actually get to park with. They're freaking awesome, and they put up with all my weird idiosyncrasies and disappearing to build our buildings and whatnot, and they're just a great group of guys. So, shout out to everybody on the PvP server I play with. You're awesome. Nice. That is an awesome mate booster. That's beautiful. Okay, my uh, tip is a mod spotlight. It is the Kai's Flyer Purchase mod. Uh, we added that well, the first time we tried it was on a PvP server we were playing on. Well, at least I was. And then um, I just added it to our RP server. Uh, it adds two small perches, two medium perches, and one large perch to your game. The perches um, you can construct in your inventory. It also adds a general rally point, a monkey jerboa, and um, a jerboa perch, a dodo coop, and a wolf den. It says, warnings that the wolves do sometimes get stuck trying to get situated in their den. <laughs> Flyers that are not currently following you will fly to a nearby perch. This depends on the AI sorting out of the flight path, so it could take a minute for flyers to find their perch. But make sure that you leave the space around the perches so flyers don't get stuck on like buildings and, and trees and all that stuff. Um, also, they added a little signpost, which I hadn't tried this part yet, that will work with any land-based creatures. You can put the dino's name on the sign to get it to work. It says, don't expect miracles, though. The turning radius on the big dinos in particular is a little abysmal. It says that it should help if someone whistles follow all by mistake, especially if you have a nice open base. The critter perch works for monkeys and jerboas. The wolf does the... The wolves and the dodo coop works really great for, they said you guessed it, dodos. Uh, the large perch also functions for quetzes and wyverns. So um, you can also disable your perches. So if you're going to go on a resource run, they, they do recommend that you try to remember to disable your perch before you leave or your flyer can run off back to the perch when you go to unload. Oh, that would Fly suck. Flyers on a perch can be set to follow from the perch UI. So it's a pretty neat mod. I really, it, when I didn't even know that it was out until we started playing on that first PvP server, um, the trolley one. And yes. Um, I was like, what is that? Like, it was like, everybody was so excited. I remember Cricket, Prometheus, and I were on, and I saw um, Cricket messing around with the perch and instantly wanted to try it out on our server. So it's there now, so you guys can try it out. Nice. That's my tip. That sounds awesome. I know, yeah. right? I, I saw I, that you had added it, but I hadn't actually built any of it yet. I didn't know it did all of that, so that I sounds know. cool. Super cool. All right, Goonie. You, Goon, our little peaceful kumbaya goon. What are you so enraged about? Oh, I'm just, it, it bugs me. The, the stuff they put in this game, a lot of times, they have no explanation on how to use it, what it's for, 
And they're like, here you go, figure it out. Well, I've been trying to do this uh, breeding mutations thing. And I've been breeding all these pterodons together. Grandma with kids, great-grandma with their great-great-grandkids. <laughs> Ew, that's just yes. wrong. Our I know. Covered in it's nature. It's nature. But, oh, and it's according to my, nature. but according to my last pterodon, I'm on level, I'm thinking, generation five or six from grandma. I have three mutations, and I have no clue what those mutations are. Everyone, everyone that's born, I write down all their stats, make sure... You know, and I keep track of what their stats are, how high they climb each time you, you know, love, love and stuff. And I can, I, I got three mutations that still cannot figure out what the mutations are for or what they are. I mean, and I've gone online, I've looked up on web, you know, forums, and I've looked on YouTube and everyone, same thing as me. Well, let's try this. Well, that didn't work. I don't know what that's for. And it's, it gets frustrating. I mean, you got to put something out there and say, yeah, we've got this breeding thing. You've got to try it. And they have no clue what I'm trying. It just bugs me. You know what? I've noticed the ancestor lists don't work either. Oh, they work. Oh, well, I haven't. I, all of my dinos that have been bred, there's nothing in their ancestor list. Well, they just started it, so it's they just added it. So anything that was dinos before they added it won't oh. be grandfathered in. Yeah, so like mine, I go with mine. It shows, you know, the two main dinos that I started with, and then how the son and the mom had a kid, and then the brother and sister had a kid, and then the daughter <laughs> and the grandfather had a kid together, and and it shows yeah, it on the honest, family you tree. Live like in the back hills, don't you? Well, it's a, there's not a lot of branches in our tree, family tree. <laughs> it's a very close shrub. I wasn't intending going over to Goon's base tonight. Seeing a lot of terrors that I wasn't expecting when I got there. So, yeah, and I looked at them and I couldn't see anything. It's kind of weird that they added something and really didn't give you any idea what the hell you're supposed to be looking for. But you can't really tell if they've got webbed fingers or not. And there is no IQ, there is no IQ test for them. Oh, gosh. Now, Goon, you were telling me earlier this week that it was like a, like a fraction of levels, right? Yeah, I mean, it's, that's... There's no mutations as body-wise. It's supposed to be either stats or colors. That's the only thing that's supposed to change. But I'm not seeing right, it in either. You said the first one that you bred, it was like a 1 out of 20, and this one would be 3 out of 20, I guess? Yeah, I have 3 out of 20 mu mutations. So is that that's like separate mutations, or is it like, you know, when you hit all 20, 20 of 20, it, it uh, shows... I think there's separate mutations, because... I have one on Generation 2, Generation 4 has one, and Generation 5 has one. So each one, each time I bred it, I get a new mutation. Or maybe it's the same strain in that family line. you gotta get a, you got to have to go out, outside of the family. <laughs> well, I'm, ho I'm hoping to find something somewhere. If it's a bad maybe, thing, if it... <laughs> maybe, they only, maybe they only take effect if they're reinforced. You know, it's like real genetics. You can carry a recessive trait or, you know, uh, uh, a mutation, but a lot of times it doesn't have any effect on your kids unless it's reinforced, unless your your significant other or your partner or whatever carries the same trait. So maybe if you try breeding a couple that have the same mutation together, their kid will have something wrong with it. 
that's all I've been doing is the same same line. Huh. No, I no, up. I mean, like, if you have one Pteranodon with Mutation X and another Pteranodon with Mutation X, even if they're from the same family line, breed those two directly together and see if their kid suffers oh, from I the effects been. of it. Okay. I have been, and but I, I'm not seeing any effects. Huh. It says that the mutations are there, but I'm not seeing any effects. So if anybody out there has any clue, please write to the show. Let us let me know. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Only Go guess, ahead. <laughs> I'm done. I was say my only guess with it is you have to hit all twenty of twenty mutations before they show themselves. So you might have to go outside the family and find another pteranodon that has a different mutation. So when you breed them, it becomes two of twenty or three of twenty, and eventually you get twenty of twenty, and you get this super whacked out kid. I want to see an extra leg. I want to see wings growing out of pigs. I want all that good stuff. I don't want this nonsense pigs of stats. Yes, I don't. Yeah, I'm, I was hoping to get my Quetzal wings on a Megalodon, but we'll see. Oh, that would be awesome. Blank I want sharks. wings on a Fioma. That'd be awesome. All right. If you are done, we are moving into last call. Were you going to go back to Teddy? Oh, does Teddy have something? It's oh, he was cutting out. Hey, I oh, tried twice. But... Sorry there, Teddy. <laughs> Hold up. We'll wait until, um... Looking time. But you can't stay here. It's a duet. I don't want to come to now. I don't want to come Because it's closing time. Man, that sounds like some horrible demon chant. Discharge. Oh, that has to stay in. Okay, Teddy, four twenty nine. What's your four twenty? So the the tip was the the tip. Yes, the tip that just keeps on giving. Was you are welcome. Welcome to rated R, Teddy. Yes, the the um, ability to transfer dinos. If you're going to do it, you need to pull your saddles and everything off your dinos, or they won't come across. Your inventory has to be empty, and you have to use the obelisk, the the actual inventory. Now, that being said, your the stuff on you will come across when you transfer the player. So that's a little strange, but it seems to work that way. Well, I didn't know the stuff on you came across. Yeah, it looks that way. Oh, that's handy. I won't hmm. be responsible for any lost items, but it looks that way. I transfer. I, I only transferred a few pieces, like small, like thatch and wood and like crap. I didn't care if I lost it, and it all seemed to come across. Oh hmm. wow! Weird. All right, verdict is still out on that. That's when I Let's lose my ascending bike. <laughs> yeah, don't bring anything of crazy value. Try it with some bitch. <laughs> Okay, now now is it safe? Is it safe? Here we yeah, go. Yeah, play it again. Wait, I got something to say. Shut your face. <laughs> <laughs> I had a tip. I don't want you to have to love right now, but it's closing time. The rated artist ready to pull the plug. Alright. So, I'm guessing you were just trolling us when you said you had a tip. Don't tease us with your tip, foe. Yeah, just yeah. a tip. Do you have we, a tip? We, or no? we don't want to. We don't have to do anything to do with that. I have two tips. <laughs> you what? I have two tips. I'll give it to us then. Actually, no, I have one tip. Okay, give it to us. 
Um, what I want to talk about was, real quickly, since I came late to the party... Oh, yeah. ...was that I am totally digging that airship mod. I don't know if anybody mentioned it. <laughs> we, I wasn't going to talk about it because I haven't even tried it, so I didn't even want to... I wouldn't do it any justice. So I'm glad you brought it up. Yeah, I'm totally digging this mod that adds naval combat to ARC. You could basically make submarines, you can make fishing boats, you can make battle pirate ships with cannons sticking out the sides, you can make airships that could fire missiles. It is out of control. Um, I didn't get to fully explore the whole thing yet, but I just wanted to give it a mention because it's totally looking at it like it's just an awesome time. And they have something that you put inside your base, and like the um, steampunk mod used to have, it will pick up resources for you. Oh. So you can place a few of those around your base, get some metal, get some oil, get a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Which you're gonna need all this stuff to make these giant ships anyway. Yes, that is. It awesome. requires it requires diesel, which runs. Uh, it's created by Angler Gel and um, what was it, cementing paste or something like that? I can't remember the other, but that's why I was looking for Angler Gel. Actually, Angler Gel and oil. Actually, now that it makes more sense, but um, so you have to make diesel, uh, and um, they're pretty cool. Um, it's one's a quarry. And the quarry will make uh, will gather pearls, metal, stone, or uh, flint. And then there's an oil one and a um, can't remember the last one, but um, yeah, they're they're pretty cool. Um, I was excited that we put it on the, the RP server because it fits kind of that that world. It has a, the boat stuff with it, and there's a lot of water in that map, so. And we're going to be having, I'm going to get down a Boat Wars um, and turn PvP back on on the server for our Boat Wars. We'll have like a week to build our battleship. And we were talking about like doing it in like a group of two, you know, a team of two. That'd be really fun. Yeah, they would. So, and, and just battle it out on like some airships or whatever. And you said there's jet skis too, right, Fo? Yeah. Yeah, it is jet skis. Oh, what mod is this again? We added it to the RP server. Um, it's the naval. Where's it at? We Welcome back to the show. conversation. It's the um <laughs> airship naval combat, and I think I forgot what else they mentioned in in, in the title. I'm going to right type now. in naval combat. It should pop up. Got it. Yeah. Naval That's called naval, naval. Yeah, I saw I saw you had added it, but uh, like you like Fo was saying, there's a lot there, a lot more than I was expecting. So there's plenty to play with. And they have new walls, and they have a lighthouse. It's, it's a ton of stuff. It's a ton of stuff. It's really cool. This game just got a lot more expensive, because now i got to buy a PC. Right? Called the Naval Warfare and Logistics mod. Oh, is it? What's this Naval mm -hmm. Battle mod I found? <laughs> Another. Oh, and I'm the one that came back to the conversation. Oh, I've seen you the whole time. I just was trying to do the work. Well, you guys could come out in, in the uh, ship battle with all your fancy... Battle boats. I'm gonna make a little speed hunter with one cannon on it. That little raft. <laughs> you would. You would. He's gonna All zoom right. around taking pot shots. Yeah, he would. But if you hit me once, I'm done. With his little chainsaw <laughs> going up and trying to cut holes in people's boats. I didn't oh. have that idea, but now that I do. I know. See, <laughs> we, we need to be a team. We'll take down the world. We'll just chainsaw holes in their boats. Um. Anybody else have a last call? Nope. Wanted nope. to say thank you, Smash, for joining us. You have to cut out because 
because uh, you're not feeling well, but it was really awesome having you back. It was good we, being back. I'll see you guys you. later. Yes, take later, care. man. Hope you feel better. And um, our my last call would be um, technically could uh, give a new welcome to our latest new member that just signed up while we were recording. So, uh, <laughs> so welcome to CRR. I want to gonna say Volta Re Volta One Re. Voltaire? I'm going to say Voltaire. Yes, Probably right. Voltaire. So welcome, Voltaire! And also, we are recording live every Saturday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time-ish at our Twitch channel. That is www.twitch.tv backslash rated arc. This, each time we record, it will be from a different CRR gaming group server. This time it was Lee's, our private center server. Let me smashing some buttons, Mr. Teddy Bear. I hear you. And we have uh, next week, we're going to be back at the RP radio station. So we will have a three box challenge. So if you want to hop on that server and be part of that, just let us know. You can find the links to all of our servers and how to join us in game at uh, ratedark.podbean.com. So thank you everybody for joining us. I've seen some new members on the RP server. Keep coming in, build up your businesses, build up your stuff. I've been getting my ass kicked by wyverns because the mod of the Mortem 2 Pooey map put them in my backyard. So it's made my game extra special. <laughs> so it's, it's been fun. So I've seen a lot of new faces on there and, and uh, welcome everybody. So that's my last call. Anybody, anybody else have a last call? Um, just say thanks to City for his donations. Yes, thank you very much, City. That is awesome. Super yeah, very helpful. cool. Love. Love you, man. Love you. He's having his second Christmas party right now, so he's he's probably... Hey, good for him. Yeah. Good for him. He's probably already lit and in bed. <laughs> so, um, all right. Lit. We're going to be moving into this. Are you calling Chuck Norris a liar? Would you yes. rather? <laughs> oh, it's a humdinger. Oh, wow. Would you rather? Tell me why. Ding. Oh my god. Oh my god, that would be so weird. No, let's not go there. Why did I ask this? Oh would my goodness, rather? no. Would you rather? Would you rather? Bing. Everybody got their doggy bags, cause foe's up. Foe's up to back. <laughs> oh, am I? Actually. Yeah, <laughs> Thanks for putting me on the spot. <laughs> I think Iron put you on the spot. But I was thinking about one today, <laughs> and it's gonna be cool. He was reusing the nasty one you put in our Discord this week. <laughs> Actually, Which one? No, I uh, I messed with you guys. That was me. The menstrual you did flower. It? How did you do yeah. it? That really F A U X. Like Bo Burke. Oh my god! I did not know that was you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Poor foe, I'm blaming foe, and it's not even you. Damn it! It's all <laughs> all weak, what man. What a jerk face. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> oh yeah, Ivan. Scarlet Fury was so confused. She's like. I saw her log in on Discord and be like, I don't even know what's going on. And I just started posting bunny gifts because I was just <laughs> like, I don't want this nasty bleeding mushroom. And then right. the only thing I pointed out is like, I said, let's call it menstrual mushroom no, or something no. like that. Yeah, <laughs> dude, that. That's all I said. I didn't do anything yeah. else. He's that the one who posted that disgusting yeah, that was... thing. I didn't even know it was you. Oh God. Well then, you should have known. I'm gonna go medicate again before we start. Okay. He's gonna put he's gonna put cotton balls in his ear so he doesn't have to listen to any oh, of those craziness. Doing? Is that what he's saying? It, that wasn't no, actually that's not right. I think he was going to get another drink. I'm so confused right now. Was that really him? Yeah. Yeah. 
That was him going to get another drink. Oh, he's so silly. Okay. Well, while he's doing that, oh uh, yeah, I changed my my uh, Discord username to Fo Render F A U X Render, <laughs> <laughs> and then after that, and I, I even went in and, like took a screenshot of his like profile picture and had to like crop it down and uh, right. put it as mine, so it, I really looked like him. Oh my god! Then, I thought it was him. <laughs> and then after that, I made my character Plastic Skunk or my username, and then I took oh. a screenshot of. <laughs> Of Iron Badger's inconceivable little guy, <laughs> and I I reversed it so it was backwards, and I put that as mine. <laughs> dude, oh my god, dude, that is ingenious and creepy. I know, right? <laughs> well, I then it backfired. Why it backfired on me. Hello, user. From what I just learned from that conversation is, do not give Lumen in my address. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, you do might not. walk out your front door to find him naked wearing bunny ears. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Never gonna look. Like right we now. have on multiple occasions. <laughs> oh, um, are we ready for this? We are can't, ready. Can't, can't, are you ready for this? Are you ready. Even the one that fake full render did. That was the one that's in the show notes right now, and then we'll do yours. Oh yeah, do fox render. Do the render. fake foe one. <laughs> dirty, which is dirty luminin. All right, which you be luminin? That's what I'm calling that one. Skeezy luminin. You. Would you rather have a dog that's been eating weak old roadkill on a hot day, lick you in the mouth, or have the juice from a preserved pig fetus spray from its mouth into your mouth? Oh, ew. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Now the add-on or mod to this is the Roadkill French Kiss gives you the ability to make things spoil instantly and the pig juice allows you to talk <laughs> to pigs. Oh, what the hell. I went God. right out the gate. I said pig juice, baby. I said, yeah. <laughs> you know, give me that pig, you know, give me that pig fetus and just spray it in my face because I'm going to have the ability to talk to pigs. And I'm gonna raise an army and just wreak havoc with just an army of pigs. So Four that pigs. You know what, what an army of pigs would do? It would just wreak total. It would be total chaos. Oh my! I love this arm, this pig talking thing. But but can I talk to <laughs> boars too? Like all types of like that species? All swine. Yeah. Oh, forget about it. All swine. It's on. You know, it only takes like two generations for domesticated pigs to turn feral if they break out. Yeah. No, I, I must have missed that oatmeal package that had that <laughs> Actually, it was National Geographic. It was about feral hogs. Thank you very much. I actually saw that. <laughs> I Pretty interesting. Happy package that had that uh, That was on the Gogurt, Esme. Come on, give yeah. it times. I think Lee gets, like, National Geographic magazines sent to his house. Like no, I don't. <laughs> I and like, I picture him getting like, magazine, and like, read his digest. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> hey, man, like, you can't make fun like of me Mr. for being Rogers. smart. It's like Mr. Rogers. He puts his house coat on, sits down, crosses his legs. I wish I had a smoking jacket like that. <laughs> a little house coat. Dude, that'd be awesome. Christmas is She wish she had the little creepy Christmas. puppets, too. <laughs> <That's what laughs> little make believe town on the other side of my wall. Yeah, Alright, so back to the vomit-inducing <laughs> blood that's been rotting, or the pig juice. I'll go with the pig juice. I'm with Fo. I'll, uh, I'll talk to some animal, uh, some pigs, that'll be fine. Yeah. I'd go <laughs> with the pig juice, but for a different reason. Oh my! God. I think it's going to be less likely to be uh, 
deadly to me via, you know, bacteria or whatnot than right. the roadkill. Well, my I'm not question saying it's great is, for you, but do, you, do you have the ability to make things spoil or do you automatically make everything spoil? The ability to. So it's by choice. Why would that be good? By choice. Okay. Right? In that case, I'll go with that one. I mean, are, are you playing Ark in real life? Are you spoiling food and making narcotics or something? <laughs> no. <laughs> Ultimate practical jokes on people, though. Oh my god. You'd be able to spoil just... the very first Twinkie in history. Oh exactly. <laughs> I mean, you could hold stores hostage, like just walk into a supermarket and be like, listen. Oh my god. <laughs> I want a little oh piece, or else you will never have fresh fruit in this place ever oh, again. Dude, goodness. the stuff that comes to your brain, I'll tell no you. Oh shit, what the hell? <laughs> Phil <laughs> read is, my mind. Was, you guys are, oh, you guys are scary. And I would do yeah. I would, I would do the roadkill, but that's just because I don't want to know what pigs are thinking. Mm. It might be a little harder. Let me roll in it. Ooh, it slop, might, let me eat it. I don't think they think a whole lot. They might have. Well, uh, you may find out that they think a lot more, and then it makes it harder to eat them. Maybe that's why they say their meat is as close to human meat as you can get for an animal. I thought that thing was the other way around. Oh my god, whoever told you that? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's the most, like, biologically Where similar to human again? <laughs> No, I know their organs are very similar. I know, like, their organs are very similar to our organs. Right, like, genetically, they're very similar to us. Yeah. taste wise too. Wow, this conversation really took a deep dive. Yeah, okay. yeah I'm back to feed a spray. Hey, I eat bacon <laughs> every chance I get, so <laughs> I don't true. care. I do, like, too. I'm thinking about like, you know, like that little uh, breath freshen spray, like that little spritz, like an aerosol version of like pig feet spray that would just like, when it <laughs> like lands in your mouth, it's just like, pssst, you know? Ugh. No, these are, we're talking like droplets, like a, you said a not spray. so much. Spray and droplets are entirely different, in my opinion. I was well, thinking like splash, a banaca so. spray. <laughs> That's not what I pictured, exactly, a banaca spray, yes. Or what about aerosol nasal drip spray? He's thinking spray. like it's, it's a, a sack, spray. so it would be like a water balloon that you undo the knot. The word is it says fig, pig fetus spray. That's what it says. So I'm thinking like spray. the fetus would be more like a sack. I'm thinking like, but a spray of something that's like like little baby drop. You guys want mist. the backstory? Oh God, here we go. There's a backstory. Yeah, there's a backstory to this. Does it involve you talking to a back of a cave? No. <laughs> <laughs> Both of these are true stories. They both, uh, if they haven't happened to me directly, I was there when both of them occurred. Oh my god, why That's are you disgusting. around pig fetuses? Right, why uh, are you anatomy and physiology. pig fetus? Oh dear god. We had you to told dissect the story one. about that pig fetus before. <laughs> <laughs> I have, I thought I did. Yeah, anatomy and physiology. One of my friends had to, uh, we had to break the jaw to start. So he's like, grabbed it and he was oh, grunting. You know, and he snapped it, and it squirted this liquid out of its throat up into his mouth. <laughs> oh, what the hell? What? What the hell? Yeah. Dude, but we were all dying. Like, it was bad. And then, at my grandparents, me and my sister were out sitting on the swing, and this little black lab runs up, and we're like, oh, how cute, and we're petting it, and the smell hits us all of a sudden, and it jumps up on me and leaves these big bloody claw prints. Ew. The blood was like black, and then it licked her in the mouth. She had black, oh, this nasty black blood in her mouth and oh, on her that's face. Nasty. Ugh. So there's your context. So why is <laughs> your sister just like sitting there letting random dogs lick her face? No, it jumped up and got her, and then she like oh, jumped no. up and split, sprinted for the house. 
Yeah, oh, she, to this day, awful. she's like, I was brushing my teeth in the shower, trying not to vomit. <laughs> oh, that is awful. That's disgusting. Ew. Yeah, that's horrifying. I like oh, it. That is nasty. So. <laughs> I think I'm going to go with pig fetuses only because I want to be able to talk to pigs, you know? I think that would be awesome. Have, like, pig spies just, like, randomly place pigs places. <laughs> what good is it going to do? How many people do you know who have pigs just randomly walking around their they houses? They will when I'm done with them. <laughs> <laughs> I would pay money to see Esme trying to or talk to a pig. <laughs> He's, like, trading all the cutest little pot belly pigs that people are going to adopt because nobody wants the regular ones. They're exactly. ugly and dirty. Yes. I'll make them the new thing. Yeah, that's that's crazy. God, your poor <laughs> sister, man. Or that dude to have that pig fetish. Oh, yeah. I thought it was nasty. I worked at this place where, like, this one chick would always go up on the roof and screw, like, random men. So, like, we made a joke, like, one time when it, you know, right? So, one time <laughs> this is totally related. Like, where was this? Where did you work? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, like, the address. We need so the address. Weird. I remember. It was, so, it was so nasty, though. But my friend, I felt so bad for her. Here we were. It was this new job. And um, she, it was raining. And the ceiling leaked a little bit. And she looked up. And she, when she looked up, a drop dropped into her mouth. And I said, oh my god, you're pregnant! Oh <laughs> She was so, she didn't know the story until I told her and she just wanted to vomit. Like, it's like, oh my god. Somehow, one of these dudes. <laughs> that's, so that's so nasty. Oh, that poor girl. But that's the only thing I could think of. Was, but anything that lands in your mouth, it's just not right. Mm. <laughs> yeah. associate it with semen here we go here we go she, like, looked up and it like dropped into her mouth and she was like very impressed like uh she, she was very more sensitive to things i guess <laughs> i thought it was hilarious and was cackling she was really mortified and disgusted wow <laughs> but um yeah so did everybody pick pick fetuses then did anybody pick no i went no. with roadkill i went with roadkill oh goodness what was your reasoning oh because then I can totally screw with people by po by spoiling oh, yeah, stuff spoiling. at random. Yeah, that's weird. That's so weird. All those closest to iron would never be able to drink milk again. No. <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> so, Fo, what was your real one now that we had fake Fo? All right. Your... Oh, here we go. You're in a dark abandoned building. You're on the roof. And you have to make your way down to the ground level. You're about 10 stories up. And upon each floor, it's like one staircase down, you have to walk across the floor to the next staircase, and so on and so on. So you have to actually walk across every floor on the way down. So you have 10 stories to go from the roof to the floor. Now, would you rather have a haunted ghost wandering around the house so you know there's ghosts inside this building, and you have to make your way through it? Or would you rather giant water bugs all over the house as you make your way through <laughs> now there's no torches no nothing you have on a t-shirt and a pair of sweatpants and shoes and that's it and water you can't take bugs them off or spirits that's our choices that's your two choices so would you rather have to make your way down to the bottom floor with the place filled with ghosts or just water bugs and like insects. Now, what, what? what you're calling water bugs, are we actually talking about cockroaches here? Yeah, like those flying cockroaches uh, that come out of like the trees. 
the ones that run on top of the water. That's yeah, I'm thinking like the I'm thinking of water what strikes. people in the city, all right, what people in the city call water bugs, which is like the giant cockroach, oh, which is like no. easily oh, the no. size of like it's a small well, you know, puppy. It's, it's yeah, they're just big. <laughs> they have attitude. If oh, you go to step no. on one, it just looks at you like, "What are you doing?" You know, like hey, those are just crawling around. They're on the ceiling. The ones that are gonna ghost. survive the ap apocalypse, right? Oh, exactly. <laughs> and like sometimes they they could fly, which is even more. That's Whoa. the thing I don't do. The flying beetles, flying beetles, and me. Oh, how many like? So it's like a like a really infested apartment or something. It's super infested. Yes. Uh, I'm going with they're all over the place. I'm going right, with ghosts. I'll take the ghost. ghosts. I can't do ghosts. anything. But you'd rather like, your soul be in jeopardy. You can't. It's be just in a ghost, dude. Ghost. Your soul's not in jeopardy. You have no idea what's gonna happen. Ghosts ain't gonna do time you ran into yet. a ghost. Never. Thank you. Well, let's see. Oh, I'd be dead if I got attacked by them. A house I believe to be haunted. But I don't think I've ever come in contact with another with a ghost. I would just imagine... I had a friend that wanted me to go ghost hunting with her. And I said, I don't like people... I don't like hanging out with weird people alive. Why do I want to go find dead versions of them? <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of dumb. I always get paranoid about, like, taking the ghost home with you. Like, you know how they oh, say you could, like, yeah. they could attach themselves to you? Printing? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's, uh, that would be kind of creepy. But I would definitely take that over bugs. No, what if it was a yeah, ghost no bugs. bug? What if it was a ghost of a bug? No, Esme, no. <laughs> of all things, why did you have to say that? <laughs> no! Modding on iron. No. Poor iron. <laughs> I go with the living bugs. You're walking down, so the first thing you see when you walk down is like a basketball roll across the hallway oh. with nobody there. No biggie. Yeah. I'd prefer okay, to have a bunch of bugs pushing the basketball across the hallway. <laughs> see, see, it might be, you know, you say ghost, and I oh, think no. it's just like a, a powerless, you know, Wait a minute. apparition. He said, yeah, he said these were good. these were bugs from New York, so they were playing basketball. Oh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're thinking like an app now. <laughs> Why is this terrible? It could be right? whatever it is. It's a haunted building. Like, it's not like... You're thinking of a guy with like shackles going. Ooh. No, I'm just no. thinking. I'm not. I, like I classify ghosts different than like say like a malevolent spirit or something like a demon spirit or some shit. I, I don't know. I just think of ghosts like Casper or something. Yeah, yeah just like Slimer. a soul that hasn't crossed over or something. Not like something that wants to run off with your soul. Oh, right. I'm thinking it could be any of the above. Well, you might get lucky. Ghosts. You might get lucky and it might be that. Or it could be a nasty ghost that's going to be like trying farting. to take like your soul from your body. farting everywhere. <laughs> You'd be like, I smell lasagna. You can't take something <laughs> I don't have, so. No. So out there. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm going with the living bugs because you know that You're satisfying that. crunch you get when walking on freshly no. fallen snow? Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. I feel like I would have vomited. <laughs> no, I don't like that <laughs> I, I just genuinely got a shiver there. And I'm know, thinking man. of the scene, a few bug scenes from the yeah. second Indiana Jones movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No. I don't think no. you can crush bugs under the size of your foot. Yeah, no, you just slip on them. <laughs> exactly. You use or them you bring some twine with you, you and tie them to your feet, and there you go. Yeah, they're like skates. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> Hanging from the ceiling. Along look at me. They standing there. They, uh, they would. Now listen, I hate water bugs. I hate them. I, oh, I hate yeah. these giant roach things. I hate Are them. They... But I also don't want to be messing with no spirits either. So I think I would just grit my teeth and just stomp my way through the building. <laughs> That's just a Saturday night for you guys anyway, right? Make sure you keep your mouth closed. <laughs> Grit your teeth, but keep your lips sealed. No, that's urine-saturated ghost. You know what, Prometheus? I'm gonna do you. I'm gonna do you solid. I'm going into the subway. I'm gonna get you a little rat, a little rat the size of a like a, a like a hot dog, and I'm gonna I'm gonna send it to you. Rats are awesome pets. Rat okay. the size of a hot dog? The hell is that? I'm dodging <laughs> a hot dog. The little hot dogs. That's what oh. called. Oh, a dodge. Oh, I thought really I thought cool you meant like an actual. Dog. Yeah, that's what I was like, okay. Like, <laughs> oh my god. How could you guys be thinking about food when I'm talking about rats? Now, you, I'm hungry. Oh my god. Oh, yeah, I don't know. I got, I got that too. I thought hot dog. What? He's like, I got one for you. One uh, maybe if you uh, had uh, a wiener dog. <laughs> Holy shit, you people. I don't know. I don't know <laughs> what happens to this podcast at this time, but man. <laughs> oh my god. Such a weird... Meanwhile, in-game, I'm looking at this do-do. This name is Discharge. Don't point that out. <laughs> That's faux taunting oh me, I God. think. I, I was totally messy with Lee with that. Yeah. <laughs> well, this has been fun. My face hurts. I've been smiling I... so much. <laughs> yeah. I think this is episode 37. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Good night. Oh, see you later. See you later. See you later. Let's, See you later. It's closing time, everybody. Closing <laughs> time. <laughs> Take it away. It's closing wanna time. Want to play the outro for the stream and the, the video recording? Oh, yeah. You know, I probably could do that. So here it is. Well, shoot. Which is the real and this is maybe this? You can reach the show by email at ratedark at gmail.com. Hmm. You can tweet the show at ratedark on Twitter. Uh, you can grab our RSS feed, get our show notes, and apply to join us in-game at ratedart.podbean.com.